If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. You're live with Rachel and Kate Spiritual Speak. Welcome everyone to Rachel and Kate Spiritual Speak today. And today we are going to be talking about past life regression and how it can be used as a therapy. I am a fully qualified hypnotherapist and past life regression therapist and me and Kate have been working together, haven't we? Yes, we have. And I've been helping Kate to explore how to use past life regression experience as a healing tool. So, Kate, do you want to talk a little bit about what we've been doing this week? Yes, I do. I'm so excited to be sharing with you the experiences that I've had because, you know, Rachel and I have been doing this for a long time, the spiritual work that we do, but there was a time that we had questions and we were unsure about what things that were going on in our lives. And as, you know, Rachel just shared with you, she's been doing some past life regression with me in the last two weeks. So, you know, that continues on. And what better way to help you progress in your life than by sharing our stories on things that happen with us. And I've actually done the very first past life regression that I did. I didn't know that's what I was doing, but I did it by myself. And I just asked my angels to show me why I allowed another person to have so much control over how I felt and what I did. And they showed me a past life that we had together where this other person had killed me, actually killed me in this lifetime. And I was continuing with that fear of that person in this lifetime. And knowing that information really helped me to take my power back. Well, in the last few weeks, Rachel and I have done two past life regressions about that concern two different um, events or I should say um, energies that have been ruling my life and, and really um, keeping me from doing the things that I want to do. One was concerning um, another uh, person in our family that had um, that isn't always very nice to me, and it it just I want that I've always wanted that person's approval, and I've wanted for them to like me, and it just wasn't hasn't been working out for years, and so we went Rachel and I together did a past life regression where she held the space and and helped me to go to that place, that beginning, that root of where that ex- these experiences started with this person, with that energy of this person from this other lifetime. And it was so miraculous in that, you know, you're, you're in that very warm, comfortable, safe place because Rachel really creates that for you. And any past life regressionist that you have work with you will do the same. And later in the show, Rachel and I will help you uh, to understand what you need to look for in a past life regressionist. But she held that space for me, and we located that lifetime, and I was able to see all the things that went on, not just from my perspective, but every the whole bigger picture. And so many times, and what I've found in these past, these past life regressions that I've done, is that there's more to the story than just the fear that we hold. You know, we as humans, <clears throat> we take in the information of what's happening to us right that moment. 
and we don't see that bigger picture. And that's why we hold those beliefs about ourselves that aren't true, like we're not lovable or we're not good enough or we don't deserve to, to be happy and to live a happy life. So when you get to see the whole picture, then you're able to see how maybe you misunderstood something or perhaps that, in my case, it, it wasn't a personal attack on me in this particular past life regression. I was just... Of a casualty of what was going on. But in my mind and in my experience, it was like I was singled out. And because of that, I carried this terrible fear and allowing this person to to really make me feel bad about myself and what I was doing all this time. And now they no longer have that power. We were able to heal that, and I was able to see why I believed that, why I felt that way, and that it's not necessary to feel like that anymore. So um, <clears throat> when when Rachel and I got together, um, she explained to me about what happens and how the thing everything would flow. And Rachel, would you like to share that with everyone now? Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, so first and foremost, when you're looking for someone that can conduct a past life regression for you, this is something that needs to be done properly. And so you need to look for somebody who is a qualified hypnotherapist specializing in past life regression. So that in order for you to be safe and guided through the process, no matter what you experience, your practitioner needs to be able to help you deal with that in the moment as it happens. So I studied long and hard to get qualified and I feel prepared for anything. <laughs> mm. So what happens is you are very, very relaxed before we begin. So I take the client through a beautiful guided meditation where you visualize a beautiful space where you feel comfortable and calm and relaxed. And then we together explore where your subconscious is going to take you. So during regression, it's not possible for your rational mind to actually shut up completely. You will still very much have part of your mind saying, don't say that, that sounds stupid. Um, <laughs> but your subconscious is in the driving seat if you are regressed properly and you just say whatever comes to mind without editing it when the therapist asks you questions. So the therapist will ask you to, by one means or another, to access an experience that you find that you want to look at. It is possible to, for the therapist to actually guide you to look for something or to see if there is something specific to explore. For example, um, in my own first experience with past life regression I wanted to know why I was having a specific reaction to a certain accent whenever I heard it <laughs> and it was a real fight or flight response so I wanted to look for this to see if there was a past life root cause for that because sometimes there isn't sometimes it's a this life thing so a good therapist won't plant suggestions early on what they will do is allow you to explore and find out whether there is in your in your subconscious mind a memory from a past existence that explains the root cause of what it is that you're trying to get to the bottom of so if you do then establish that there is for example a doorway that you want to go through to explore a past life behind it the therapist will then allow you to explore within that space so usually um, what I tend to do is to get you to look at your feet and just tell me what you can see and then look up and look around and describe where you are what you're seeing do you feel male do you feel female do you know your name and then we go on from there sometimes people like to just have a free consciousness you know ramble <laughs> and let everything come out rather than being asked questions. Some people like to be asked lots of questions. And from a curiosity and proof-finding aspect, 
it's great to ask lots of questions as the therapist because then if the session is um, being recorded, if the client wishes it to be recorded so they can research later on who they were, if you ask lots of questions, there's lots of things that you can find like places, dates, names. And so it can be very, very fascinating, but it can also be incredibly healing. So for me, I did actually release a phobia because that's what my reaction was to this particular accent. And it's because I was killed in a past life by someone with that accent from that part of the world. And just by experiencing and reliving what happened to me, and it was done in a very gentle way, a good therapist will always ask you if you want to experience how you died. You will never just be left to experience that in case it's traumatic for you. So I wanted to experience that um, death. And it turns out I actually do have a birthmark, a little patch of freckles, that matches the um, weapon that killed me. So mm, it, it can so be absolutely mind-boggling and fascinating as to how these things can go forward. Now, in order to understand how past life regression works, we need to talk a little bit about, you know, reincarnation, I suppose. So my understanding of it from my guides is that we have something called a soul group where we have lots of people that want to achieve similar things in different ways, in different lifetimes. And we work together and make agreements between us about when and if we are going to come here and who we're going to be in regards to each other. So we will, on some level, have agreed for the people that do even do the terrible things. We will have agreed to that happening on some level. And so we will be like a company of actors almost where we'll play different roles in different lifetimes, almost as if they're different plays. And so when we are talking about recognizing people from past lives in this life, and I do ask that as a therapist, I always like to ask you, do you recognize anyone from that lifetime in this lifetime? And nine times out of 10, someone does recognize on a soul energy level a person that's been with them before so it's my understanding that each and every one of us has been here many times before by choice and we can explore any facet of any of those lifetimes if we wish to so kate did you want to talk a little bit more about what you discovered this week yes i would um, you know, th- this week we did another past life regression, and I had been having a recurring nightmares ever for as long as I can remember. And I wrote about this in the newsletter that I sent out today to the Soul Kiss community. So if you saw that, you saw that picture that I shared that was very similar, as similar as I could find on the internet, of what I would see in this dream. And I would find myself in this dream on a plateau, and it was dark, but it was very light because of fire. Um, and and around all around me was lava and all these fires, and I could see and hear people screaming on these other areas of land that were jutting out of the lava. Um, and I didn't. I was so afraid. I was just very, very afraid. And. I knew that this had something to do with <clears throat> um, I've, I've started being, well, in the last few years, every time I plan to go on a trip, I get this anxiousness. And when I would think back about this dream, I would, that same energy is what I would feel when I would be planning a trip. I'd feel this anxiousness in my body and this um this fear is like a white hot fear it was really strange and so when I associated the dream with this fear um, I knew it had to be from a past life because it really you know when I'd have these dreams it was like I was really there it wasn't just um, you know one of those weird dreams that makes no sense this dream was like reliving the experience 
And so Rachel and I talked about it and set a date and time to explore that through past life regression. And and we did. And in going back through to that lifetime and experiencing life as it was then and what happened, that fear came up. But because we were in a past life regression, I wasn't by myself. I was working with someone who one of the things I love about Rachel doing a, a past life regression with her is that she can see those same things that I'm experiencing. So we're really doing this together. And if you're wanting to get a past life regression, you're going to want to ask that regressionist if they can see what you're experiencing too, if they're a part of that in that way. Because it really helps them to be able to ask you questions or to help guide you through that in a very safe way. But when Rachel and I were experiencing this, she helped me to pull that energy of fear forward into the light and to heal that and in healing that now when i think back about that experience or even at taking a trip i don't feel that anxiousness that i did before and you know i may i may not have that dream again i don't know we'll see but it's from a whole different perspective now you know in looking back at it i don't feel it's just neutral. It was just an experience. It was. It's. It's even like something that you would just watch on TV that means nothing to you, and that is true healing. Being able to move into that place of not feeling that anxiousness anymore, not feeling that pain or that fear. So, in for me, a past life regression has just been remarkable. It's been such a healing experience to be able to face it disconnect from it and heal it in order to live my life now with more joy and happiness. And so I highly recommend them. If there's someone that you know or if you're looking for someone, you know, now's your opportunity. You can ask Rachel any question that you may have. Um, We do have a few people in the chat room. Um, Anyone that's calling in or would like to call in, that number is 646-668-8232. And hit star 2 on your phone to raise your hand. We're here to answer any questions you might have. And we've extended the show another 15 minutes, so we're going to be on the air for for a full 60 minutes today. So give us a call. We're happy to answer your questions. So, Rachel, is there anything else that you'd like to share about being uh, how to look for maybe a a past life regressionist that, um, like you do it in long distance. Not everyone does. No, that's right. Some people don't. Some people only do them face-to-face in the therapy room. Um, but I've, um, because a lot of my clientele is overseas, I'm based in the UK, um, I have very carefully experimented over a number of years to find a safe way to do it. And via Skype, it is possible. So a lot of people ask me as well, what does it feel like to be regressed? And I think that's something important as well because it's different for everybody. So once you've found a therapist that you're happy with, and you do need to look for someone who has qualifications because there are a lot of people that are they're beautiful spiritual people, but if they're just winging it with regression, they are not in a place to be able to cope with whatever reaction you have. Because if you get very emotional... Uh, which is great because that's often a way that we release some of the um, repressions or the phobias or whatever is affecting us. A a good therapist knows how to deal with all of that. Uh, Someone that's just a bit woo-woo that's like, yeah, let's go back into past lives and then goes, "Uh uh, (laughs) uh-oh, when they don't actually know how to deal with the the therapeutical side of things, um, that's when you could end up in trouble. So it's really important that, first and foremost, you want to see a qualification in hypnotherapy because that's what regression is. It's a form of hypnotherapy. So what does it feel like to be regressed? Well, once I've led you... Rachel, Rachel, before you you share that with us, can we take a really short break? Of course. Okay, we'll be right back, and Rachel will be sharing with us what that feels like, and I'll add my little two cents worth. 
Do you need spiritual help? If you want to be stronger, confident, happier, fearless and a lot more able to roll with what life brings to you, work with me to learn how. I can teach you one-to-one or via distance learning how to control and enhance your natural clairvoyance and healing abilities with over 25 years of my own experience. Begin to transform your life right now with some down-to-earth help, interesting articles and tips at rachelkeen.net. with Rachel and Kate Spiritual Speak. Okay, Rachel, if you go ahead and share that with us, and we do have some callers on the line. Someone's raised their hand. When you share that with us, then we'll take this caller. Excellent. Okay. So what does it feel like to be regressed? So I've led you into a beautifully calm state of mind using visualization and relaxation techniques. You won't fall asleep and you will remain in complete control and fully aware of what's happening. So you will still be aware that you're speaking with me and that you are in this life, but you will be able to access your past lives in your mind's eye So for some people, it's as if you're actually there as events happen. You are fully immersed and you can feel everything. You can see everything. Sometimes even smell, you know, can be recalled. Um, Some people feel like it's viewing the scenes of your past lives on a movie screen. Um, Sometimes it's like watching it happen to someone else, as if you're watching someone else go through these lifetimes. So it can be entirely different person to person. So you won't be wafting off on a cloud anywhere, unable to come back. That's not what happens at all. You can absolutely be guided back effortlessly after experiencing even the most intense things during a regression. So sometimes, if for example, if you've had a traumatic experience in the past lifetime, like me, I was murdered in one of mine, um, The effects of a traumatic experience from a previous life can affect us today in this life. Even though it has been processed and dealt with between lifetimes, we can sometimes just have some grain of memory of having been through that trauma. And so it can result in irrational fears, phobias, or even just behavioral patterns. So under regression, these issues can be dealt with so that they can no longer have any effect on who you are now. So just by reliving them, you can often banish the effects and free yourself of anything that's life-limiting if it's got a past life cause. Um, Something that can also come up during past life regression is needing to explore regression in this life in childhood to release any repressions and phobias that we could have that we've just forgotten about or blocked out. So some people do remember their experiences, some people don't really. So it's important that if you want to be able to remember what you experience, that we record the session so that we can hear you speaking your own words as you relive your experiences as well. So I think if we have some questions or callers, we should see if you've got any questions about past life regression. Okay. Well, we've got several callers on the line uh, to have their hands up. If you would like to raise your hand, please press uh, star 2. And let's see, we'll bring the first caller on the line. The last four numbers are 4884. Hi, you're on the line. Hello, how are you doing? Good, how are you? What's your name? Uh, My name is Stan. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Hi, Stan. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, uh, I I just began listening uh, about less than 10 minutes ago to your show, uh, this topic has been very interesting to me for a number of years since I read some of uh, Michael Newton's books mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. Brian Weiss's stuff. So uh mm-hmm. never had a past life regression myself. But, uh, so as far as what you're doing right now with your show, uh, are you, uh, am I able to ask questions to get some guidance or perspective or are you just answering questions about uh, 
what it's like to have a regression? We're we're answering questions, uh, all questions about spirituality. It doesn't have to be specifically about the past past life regression. We're no. not doing readings at this time, yeah. but if you have any questions about uh, your your path of enlightenment and spirituality, we're happy to answer those. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, I, I I began my awakening about ten years ago. Uh, Breaking my ankle was the beginning of that, so kind of a long story. But uh, um, I've uh, learned that uh, I've uh, done this uh, lifetime on Earth many, many times, and I've learned that I have uh, a history, so to speak, from many lifetimes of uh, healing people and uh, working with people that way. and right now, I'm, I'm actually uh, 63 years old. Um, uh, I'm sort of in retirement mode, but I uh, I want to do something with my gifts, and I uh, probably wouldn't mind having some perspective on that if if you're able to offer any. Absolutely. So, first of all, hello. Thank Hi. you for calling in. Hi. Um, where do you feel your strengths lie? Uh, yeah, I, I, it's not able, I'm not able to quantify this well, like most things, uh, <laughs> of spiritual nature, but I, I have a strong belief that I've got this uh, hands-on healing ability as well as uh, healing without doing that. I've done some yeah. distance healing. I've done some distance healing. Uh, um, there you go. Um, there you go. That, that's your forte. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. find that you experience any sort of physical reaction within your body when you um, let the healing energy flow? For example, do your hands get hot? Do you experience any sort of physical sensations when you're doing that? Uh no, my hands don't uh, usually get hot. I I feel, uh, you know, I, and I haven't suffered either from my experience, except that I I may uh, if there's some emotional stuff going on. I I've had a history of uh, feeling the emotion of the person um, that I'm releasing trapped emotions for because of mm-hmm. some traumatic event and. Oftentimes I experience what they experience at the time, and then when it's over, it's just gone. So I'm not retaining any of that stuff. So I feel like somehow I'm just automatically protected. I don't, you know, absorb or keep any of the stuff that I'm encountering. And I feel like I have the ability to heal without, uh, you know, if anything, I feel uh, uh, like a sensation of energy going through the back of my head and down through my stomach, if anything. Yeah. Okay. From what you've just described there, it sounds to me that you you need to experience a few things to see what resonates with you as healing modalities and what doesn't. So I would recommend, first of all, trying, as just as the recipient, to try perhaps some Reiki, maybe Rahani, uh, spiritual healing as well, and just see what happens, whether you feel that your vibrational energy really starts to resonate like a tuning fork on the same level with what you're receiving. And that tends to then inform you and tell you that you'd be good at doing that as a practitioner as well. So you need to learn also how to ground your energy because you are an empath. You've just described to me the textbook definition of one, in your experiences and that means you need to be able to release any um, issues emotions that you may not realize that you're picking up from people that you're sending healing to or working on in person so you need to have a little process a little technique of visualization in place that just allows any energy even if you can't feel it just to drain down through your etheric body and your physical body down into the earth to be transmuted into positive energy. 
I've got lots of advice on that on my website if you want to go on over there and have a look. Details are below um, on the screen when you come out of here on the Blog oh. Talk Radio website. Um, but yeah, you need to just try different healing modalities because at the moment it's not particularly defined or um, controlled to protect you as the, as the um, giver of the healing. So that is what I would do. It's indeed what I did years ago because I do different forms of healing myself. I work with crystals as well. So there are some forms of healing that really don't resonate with me and they never will. But I had to try them to find that out. Right. So I wish you luck in experimenting and finding out where you really feel your passion lies with this in the future. And you should really go forward with this. You're a natural Okay, well, wow, this has been lovely. I appreciate uh, your help on that. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in, Stan. Okay, yeah, bye-bye. Thanks, thanks for calling in. And, Stan, let us know how things work out for you and, and which direction you go in because, you know, we're here to provide a service and, and to answer questions, and, and we care about, you know, how you move forward. Well, thanks a lot. It's been great talking with you. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Hope we hear you again. Bye. Okay, so we've we've had some people that have been dropping off the line. I don't know if – I know I've had some mechanical issues here at my house. My smoke alarm went off at 10 o'clock last night and started screaming, fire, fire, fire. So I know there are some electrical things that are going on. So if you've called in and you got cut off, please call back at 646-668-8232. And for those of you who are still on the line listening, if you'd like to raise your hand and talk with Rachel or I, then just hit star 2 on your phone and we'll bring you on. So I want to go ahead and share, and someone raises their hand, I'd like to share a little bit about how I felt doing the past regressions that I've done with Rachel. Um, and I've actually, I actually did a, a past life regression with someone else too now that I've forgotten about that. Um, and in each time, you know, I, I didn't really know a whole lot about hypnotism and how you would feel or, or even really what to expect. And when it started happening, I just let everything flow and let it happen. And, you know, one of the things that Rachel talked about earlier was that you get in a very relaxed state. You don't fall asleep. You're just relaxed. And and that's what I experienced, just being complete, completely and totally, totally relaxed, almost just melting into the surface that I was laying on. And I was fully aware of everything. And as uh, Rachel shared with us earlier, um, you see things in your mind's eye. And everyone who's listening to this, whether you're listening live or to the recording, you may be saying, I can't see stuff. It doesn't work for me. I just don't know how that anybody can do that. But anybody that's listening to this, you know what the golden arches of the McDonald's looks like. I don't care what country you're in, you've seen that. So when you think of those golden archers, that big M of McDonald's, you can see that in your mind's eye. And that's what Rachel was talking about. You start seeing things in your mind's eye. And the human part of us goes, I'm sorry, what? But not McDonald's. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) So... um, if if what you'll see is is are things that are happening from this previous life and the human part of you will go is that real is that real allow yourself to just experience allow yourself to take in whatever you see in your mind's eye whatever you hear like Rachel said you may hear things you may feel things you may smell what the earth smelled like right there in that place where you were you may have all those sensations, all your senses may come completely alive with what's going on. But you're in that very, very safe place when you're with that practitioner that knows what to do to guide you. And even yesterday when, oh, that was just yesterday. Yesterday when Rachel and I did the regression, when we started, I could feel that fear 
from that dream that I had. And, you know, I would, I would go so far as to say, call it a nightmare because I was so afraid. But immediately we went into that relaxed state and the fear went away. And then we went into that life where I could see what was happening and what I experienced and who else was there. And, and I could feel the sun on my body and, and then moved into that experience where there was the lava and the fire and feeling so afraid and alone and isolated. But it was as an observer then. The fear wasn't painful anymore. And then Rachel held that space to help me fully heal that fear and understand what happened. Now, we also went into between lives, that, that time where my physical body had passed and I was in the spirit world. So we're going to take a really short break, and then we'll talk more about that. Is worry dragging you down and robbing you of joy and happiness? Then it's time you met your Worry Angel. When you get the free essential mastery tools from the Soul Kisses website, you'll be gently guided to meet your Worry Angel and learn to work with him to live your life worry-free. There's nothing sadder than an unemployed Worry Angel. Meet yours and keep him employed. Go to soulkisses.com to get your free essential mastery tools. Live with Rachel and Kate, Spiritual Speak. So Rachel, can you share with us that space between lives and what we do there in a past life regression? Absolutely. It's, for me as a practitioner, a very important part of the process that with each lifetime explored, when you do come to the end of that lifetime in the experience and you've decided whether you want to experience what it was like to leave your body and then travel to the place between lives or heaven, whichever you want to label it as, um, it's important that that perspective, when you arrived back between that those lifetimes, is explored, I find, because it, it's an incredible vantage point for you to, from that point, look at that lifetime and have instant recall as well of what was the purpose that I set for myself in that life? Did I achieve it? Did I rise to the challenges I set myself or did I not rise? So it's great because what I'm asking you to do at that point is access that infinite part of you that exists between lives which we we don't have access to day to day whilst we're here because that'd be kind of like cheating on an exam if we knew everything and the incredible answers that come from the people that I've had the privilege to witness is amazing because you can access that absolute calm measured evaluation of the experiences you've had no matter how traumatic or how wonderful and joyful the life may have been, there's always some bigger purpose that you set yourself before you lived it. We only come here to live lifetime to learn. And we often learn more through experiencing traumatic things or harsher experiences because we get more opportunity to absolutely rise and really prove to ourselves what it is to experience all things and still come out in a positive, wonderful, evolved way. So, for example, when I accessed a past life in what was, <laughs> I was I was a Christian evangelist missionary that went over to Africa in the Victorian period in my last lifetime, and that's the exact opposite of what I would have chosen for myself had I wanted to imagine or conjure something up. So in the place between lives after I experienced that lifetime, I realized that I needed to experience what it was to be wrong. Because people 
no matter what they believe, are perfectly entitled to that. And who are we to try and influence someone else to believe something that they're really not into? So in that lifetime, I'd gone over to Africa to try and, you know, educate people in my mind where they were perfectly happy and they needed to be left alone. So I needed to experience what it was to be that person that really was not doing things for the right reason. And it's helped me greatly in this lifetime to understand everyone's perspective, no matter what they believe, is perfectly okay. And it was it was a wonderful thing to see something that I really never would have invented. So I knew for sure it wasn't my imagination because there's no way I would have chosen any of those things. But the wisdom that I was able to access and the, the words and the reasoning, that they were far beyond something that I could have come up with myself, even with the level of understanding I have now from my guides over 25 years. It was still, wow, okay, that's something I would never be able to say. So it's, again, proof that we have got that amazing, infinite knowledge that makes us an eternal being. It was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And I would encourage anyone to try it if you're remotely interested in regression. It's such a great experience. It really is. Yeah, and I second that. And if you've got some kind of fear, like I was having a fear that I knew was it was holding me back from being happy, then I could went you know talk to Rachel about it and yes there there it is it's starting to show up what what that it is a past life and then being able to go back face that fully disconnect from the pain of that situation and heal that so that today that fear is no longer with me and then as i mentioned earlier i also use that with uh actually twice uh in two different regressions i had um in harmonious relationships with people and it was weighing on me and influencing decisions I made and being dragged into drama and, and not being strong enough to stay out of it and you know I've been doing this a long time but spiritual people we have you know we're human too and we have things that trigger us and and fears that come up because we're here just like everybody else working to overcome and transcend fears that we have here to be in that love energy, to live happier lives. So in looking at that energy from specific people, you may find be able to go back to that root cause of why they influence you and then disconnect from that and heal whatever you had going on between you so that they can no longer influence you, and you're no longer dragged into their drama. And you can live your life in the way that brings you happiness. And ultimately, that's the highest good of everyone else, too, when we are living our best lives. So, exactly. Rachel, yes, and Rachel <laughs> is a... Um, I'm sorry, what what are your credentials again? I know you're awesome, but <laughs> you have credentials when it comes to hypnotherapy. Yes, I do. I studied for my diploma in hypnotherapy, and I am a member of the Past Life Therapists Association as well, which is an international organization, which means that everyone is vetted and it's ensured that we all are qualified to the same standards. So that if you go to the Past Life Therapists Association website, they will, if you're just writing Past Life Therapists Association on Google, it will come up as the first thing. You will then be able to access a directory of people that are qualified to the same standard that I am, which means automatically you're in good hands. So that would be the first port of call. Um, it's really important that people are qualified. You know, even if you trust somebody and you think they're a great person, they do need to know how to, you know, from a clinical perspective, help you through the process. And it, it's just something that, you know, people use the word hypnotist sometimes. Hypnotists are people that do like the stage shows, you know, where they're getting people to cluck like a chicken or eat an onion and think it's an apple. Um, if somebody says they're a hypnotist, 
run for the hills because you need a hypnotherapist. There's a big difference. Um, you won't find me getting anyone to cock like a chicken or do anything they don't want to do. <laughs> Not at all. Um, and it's a very gentle process as well. You know, this isn't something that's scary. It's not something that's to be feared. It's actually a, a beautifully relaxing potential couple of hours where mm-hmm. you are accessing all this information for yourself, which is why it's far better. I used to do past life readings for people, but it's so much more empowering to experience your own past life memories. You know, that's you. That's your senses telling you what you've experienced. You're not listening to a third party telling you what you were. Mm-hmm. This is so much more empowering. And you do. You got, I mean, for me personally, I came out of my very first regression experience absolutely gobsmacked, which is a word we use here in England, meaning, you know, completely like thrown, like, wow, what was that? Um, and thinking, well, yeah, that's definitely not something I would have invented. That's not my imagination. And it gave me a tremendous sense of understanding about why, for example, I got thrown out of Sunday school in this lifetime at the age of six for asking too many questions. Because, you know, as a child, you're the most recent arrival from the place between lives. So my urge to question everything to do with Christianity, for example, came from the most recent life I'd lived. Because I'd, you know, not lived that life in what was a correct way. So I learned from that and that questioning came straight through and stayed with me as a child. So Mm. you will often find that children actually do talk about past lives. I mean, my own brother, Tom, if you're ever listening to this, hi, Tom, when he was (laughs) two... (laughs) He used to say to me, Rachel, do you remember our other mummy from before? And I'd say to him, no, darling, what other mummy from before? You know, the other mummy, the one we had before. And I would ask him questions and he would answer from the perspective of, I've lived before, basically. Um, And it was fascinating. And you will, sometimes you'll hear kids talk about places or experiences or things that they can't possibly have knowledge of in this lifetime I did that Mm -hmm. myself you know there were things that happened as a child that I remember going to the British Museum with my grandmother when I was seven and looking at the exhibits in the Egyptian hall and I knew what they were I even knew what some of the hieroglyphics were and there's no way I could have just known that stuff because Mm -hmm. I had no frame of reference so where does that information come from? It has to come from somewhere. Mm. And for me, the whole subject is so fascinating. You can have spontaneous memories of an era, a place, even a style of architecture or a style of clothing could feel incredibly familiar to you. You know, I always felt very, very familiar with how highwaymen <laughs> were dressed when I used to watch things on TV as a kid. I knew how the cloak felt. I knew how that waistcoat felt. I knew how all the men's clothing felt, not the women's. And in another regression experience I had, it was explained entirely because I did wear those clothes. And, you know, you could find yourself experiencing almost like these little mini flashbacks or, like I say, spontaneous memories coming from nowhere. You could even have dreams, powerful dreams, where you know, a place or a historical era feels very, very familiar to you, like home almost. Um, I felt like that when I visited Versailles. I walked into that palace and I'd never been there before in my life, but I knew what each of the rooms looked like as we walked through. I knew what was coming next. And it felt like I belonged there. Not because Mm -hmm. I think I'm regal or anything, it's just, you know, I felt like I'd been there before. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So... You know, if you're listening to this thinking, oh, wow, well, yeah, I've always had this fascination for Georgian architecture and, you know, like I've lived in a Georgian house before or, you know, there's something very powerful that pulls you to a certain culture. Maybe something that's on the opposite side of the world that you've never experienced. 
in this life. There may be a past life reason for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And getting those answers sometimes just brings you... Well, after after the experiences that I've had with past life re- regression, I felt so grounded and almost like I'd been rebirthed, uh, if that's even a word, and and just felt more comfortable in my own skin. Because, you know, doing the work that Rachel and I do, so many times it because we've got one foot here in the physical world and one foot in the spiritual world, sometimes it gets like it feels like we're out of our bodies more than in them. And after a past life regression like that, I, Rachel just mentioned, empowered. And that was how I've always felt is just so incredibly empowered and at home in the physical body that I have now. And it's like it's 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 pulling all those it's like pulling your soul fragments back and disconnecting from from things that just don't serve us anymore. You know, they've had their place and, and being able to see in that space between lives, seeing how everything came together, that bigger picture and being in that neutral area of you know, it just was what it was and not having any pain or sorrow or anger where what happened was concerned, just understanding that, okay, like Rachel had said, we experienced it and did we fulfill what we came to do? Did we not fulfill it? And there's no judgment there like there is here in this human world we live in now. You don't judge that. It just was. And being in that state of neutrality just brings you such incredible peace. And so if you have been thinking about things that are going on and questioning. Look into, what what was that website again, uh, Rachel said? If you go to, if you Google the Past Life Therapists Association, the first link that comes up is the link to the organization that I'm a member of. And they will be all qualified to a great standard. And just going back to what you were saying about your own experience there, Kate, what struck me with your regression afterwards was Mm -hmm. you totally taken back your power Mm -hmm. and that is how powerful this can be you can feel helpless with a phobia or a situation that's going on and you can just by experiencing it and then viewing it from the place between lives where we do have that detachment because everything good or bad is just an experience you can then get that perspective back where it's like, okay, well, this is not something I need to fear. This is just Mm -hmm. an experience that I lived. And I'm still standing because I'm an eternal being. Nothing can actually extinguish our consciousness. Nothing. Mm -hmm. And it struck me just how empowered you were afterwards. It was just like, hell yeah, I've taken back my power (laughs) from this person. They have no control over me anymore. And it's just, it's just great. I love the fact that I could be some kind of vessel for that to happen for you. <laughs> mm. It was just awesome. So, yeah, it, for me personally, it's always been a powerful, powerful thing to experience things for myself. And this is certainly one of the most powerful experiences I've ever had. And the great thing is you can have as many regressions as you like because we've been here, each of us, at least several probably maybe 20, 30 times, uh, some people more, some people less, but you can just keep going, you know, if, you, what, if you've if you experienced something and you want to know more, you can just, you can explore, you can see whether something really does lie there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We um, Lori's just commented in the chat room that she says, this has been fascinating. I really didn't know a lot about past life regression. You both have covered so much. I'd be typing a question, and one of you would be already talking about it. (laughs) Now, Lori says that that her fascination is with the resistance group in France during World War II in regard to the women in those groups. She's read and owned many books about it, and perhaps because she was there. Well, there is a great possibility if you are that drawn to it and you feel that familiarity and that resonance with the whole subject, 
it's definitely worth exploring. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, one of the the regressions that Rachel and I did, we're we're talking about going back to because I wanted to overcome the fear I had surrounding that. But we're talking about going back to that life to just see what the life was like, just to live there. Okay, someone has raised their hand. Rachel, let's see. We're going to pull them on the line. Your last four numbers are 7774. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Rachel and Kate. This is Mary Lou. Hi, Mary Lou. Um, so I have a question. I've been doing research on a past life, but all my information comes to me from other people. Like, they meet me and they start telling me about this life, and I already know about it and what they tell me fits in what I with what I already know and uh I know a lot about that life but when I go to regress I don't really get anywhere because I already know a lot and I can't separate ego from uh whatever you're supposed to experience and the other mm-hmm. thing so and the other thing that goes on too is if I know about that life and it fits with this life and I understand what my journey is on this life and why, why does it not seem to magically resolve? Like you seem to, they seem to say that if you have a fear of blah, 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 and you learn about blah, 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 that it magically cures it. But mine does not seem to be magically cured. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hi, Mary Lou. Thank you for calling in. Um, I really would uh, wonder whether your therapist is doing everything they can to make you feel like you're really accessing your deep subconscious. So my question to you would be, how do you feel when when you're at the point in the experience where you know you are technically under? Do you feel like you're going deep enough? Um, no, I don't. I feel like I don't believe I'm there. Right. So that's your rational mind still in charge then. So you, My I rational think you need mind's to, totally in charge. Yeah. So I think that perhaps you might need to find a different therapist with a different approach maybe um, or go back to the same therapist and express that that's how you're feeling. Um, because it sounds to me that there is definitely a subconscious block that's stopping you from being able to get deep enough to really, truly experience things. I mean, the rational mind will still be there talking to you, even when your subconscious is in the driving seat. And that's why it's so, it's, it's almost like you need to treat it as if you've got Tourette. Whatever comes to mind, even if it's something you already know or you've already experienced through spontaneous memory, you need to still go with it because that then can unlock the next level of the experience that you can then access and get further into. Because if you allow your rational mind to dismiss what's coming up because you already knew that, that's placing that block there. It's like a brick wall that needs to be knocked down. Now, a good therapist would have recognized that and they would have then um, worked with you to try and get past that block. Um, so I don't know if they did try that or whether they did recognize that, but that that's my take on it based on what you've told me. Okay, so... Um... Mary, Mary Lou, Mary Lou, hang on just one second. We are almost at the top of the hour. Do not hang up because we can still talk to you. But we are almost at the top of the hour, and we want to thank you. Thank everyone for listening in today and for your questions and just for participating with us in this wonderful hour that we've had together. Rachel and I will be back on August the 18th for the uh, third Thursday of the month show, and we hope that you can join us. So, um, I'm sorry, Mary Lou, go right ahead. Um, I was curious why uh, having information doesn't heal it. I can answer that really quick. And then, Rachel, I'm sure you have more to add, too. When Rachel and I did the past life regression yesterday, I had fears, and I knew what happened in those dreams. And so when when we opened the door and went in, it wasn't all ugly and scary and fire. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And then we progressed into what happened with the lava and the fire. And then Rachel held that space 
to face that fear and fully disconnect it and transmute it to positive, loving energy, and that's how we healed it. But I'm sure Rachel can give you all the technical stuff about it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's important that once you access a piece of information, if see some people can release a repression, a repression just by experiencing it and reliving it, and that's all they need. Some people actually, like Kate just experienced yesterday, some people actually need to work with them within that experience to to heal further. So it's again, it's it's down to the therapist to recognise that and be able to work with you. Sorry about my clock telling the time. Telling the time. It's okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's down to the therapist to be able to work on that with you, just to be able to really get deeper into that and explore it with you until you do find that that tipping point, that notch, whatever it is that needs to release stuff that you're going through. So yeah, I, I think that you need to look at the therapist and just see whether they are doing enough to help you through that. Is it possible that our contracts are just set up that we're not supposed to get to a certain place until a certain time, regardless of anything we do? I don't believe that. That's not something I've experienced and I've not seen that in others that I've worked with over the last 25 years. So... No, I think I think if you hold that belief, that can actually get in the way, you know. So if you hold, that I belief, haven't been holding the belief. I'm just surprised that I can't seem to have not yet seated at um, breaking through this barrier that is unmanifested. Mm. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to say it when being truthful without. Be making it feel like I'm setting up another barrier, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, other possi- the other possibility is that, you know, you're looking at that as the solution and that's not the problem. That there's something else that you need to be looking at so that you can't get at this through regression. You need to go some other route to get to it. However, you know, Rachel, last week the regression that you and I did, um, I've been trying to work on myself by myself for years. And then you and I did the regression. And before we did the regression, you did some energy work with me that helped open that way of that barrier that I'd been holding. Perhaps, Mary Lou, there that you need something in that line where some energy work to really help you open that it's safe. It's safe for you to move into that place for healing. Okay. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes things are so scary that we just, man, we don't want to go there. Mm. But it's also as well, we need to sometimes regression might not be enough. It's like Kate just said, you need to treat it as a two or three pronged attack where you're using a combination of therapies. So you'd be using, you know, energy healing work maybe even chakra cleansing and then going into the regression experience and then the blocks that you couldn't work out were there are already gone, if that makes sense. And then you can start getting to the information that you've been trying to get to. Well, I, I have a lot of information, like tons more than other people. Mm-hmm. And I mean a lot. Yeah. Um, but But the overall life path, when you see that life path caused this life path. I mean, it's pretty clear as day. And then in this life, you need to get past that. And mm-hmm. um, and it just seems like, you know, I have to laugh with Hillary Rodham Clinton and the politics. It just seems like there's a glass ceiling that's preventing you to get from point A to point B. Yeah. And you can see through it, but you just can't get through it. And it's kind mm-hmm. of crazy. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Keep going. Keep persevering with it because you will get there in the end. Yeah, you will. You will. I, I've met anybody that, I, that cannot get there if they just keep trying and having that commitment on wanting to work on themselves. You know, and you've I clearly got that. I don't want to be several more lifetimes, though. I really don't. 
But what, so what was you that? Both, that you. I said I didn't want it to be several more lifetimes, though. I oh. kind of want to get there in this oh. lifetime. Oh, gosh, I certainly yeah. understand that. <laughs> no, I truly believe you can get there within a lifetime. So it will get resolved one way or another. It's just, I think you just need to look at your approach and just try something different. That's right. what I would do as a therapist with, you know, if you were my client, that's how I would approach it because that I tend to find works with the people that work with me. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Thanks for calling in, Mary Lou. I hope that this was helpful for you. All right. Bye. Thank ah, you. Thank Bye-bye. You. Okay, so we're at the very end of the hour, (laughs) past the hour. So thank you so much for being with us. Have a lovely two weeks, and we'll see you on the 18th.